coming up on this week's Dad's on Film. What you can hear in the background is Greg's son slowly poaching. <laughs> <in> the... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes we, we are. are. <laughs> the news is our wives are leaving us. <laughs> Only this time you're nearly <laughs> naked. And you're about six inches from my face. <laughs> what six inches from your face? Hi. We're here? We're here. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Arthur, you're dressed as a hare. I like your hat. That's cool. Uh, Can I grab anything? Uh, we. <laughs> oh, do you want some cookies, Daddy? Cheers. Cheers, Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> um, we probably need to like introduce. Yeah, we probably do that. We're here at the barbecue. How many burgers do the kids need? Uh, Arthur, like, Matilda, just, just one, one each, a two, two. <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> I'm Dave, and I'm Greg, and we love watching films, great films, bad films, blockbusters, classics, indie films, cheesy films, superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This, this is Dads on Film. Always there, always on, always thinking. Uh, so we're at the barbecue. I don't know if you've gone gas. You got a gas barbecue. I got a gas barbecue. I'm not. I ain't got time for nonsense. Fair enough. So this is our hundredth episode of the podcast. Yep. And we thought do something a little bit different. We're here in person. In person, in which is life. rare. We've only done like two. Yeah. We did the Halloween one in the Int car. Yep. And then we did the cinema. We did. Um, That's good. As this is going out. Everyone's probably recovering from two days of like 40 degree heat. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope you've still... Everybody wants to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Everyone wants to stay indoors and listen to a podcast. <laughs> Those that are still with us. Um, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're in, we're in the man position here, just look, looking over the barbecue, mm. pretending like we know what we're doing. The uh, kids have been in the hot tub already. Yeah, which is what you need on a day when it's like... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a cool tub. Yeah. yeah. A tub with bubbles. Tub with bubbles, yeah. Um, and uh, so, that, yeah, this is number 100. And... Oh, I'm phone? happy to be here. Thanks for having us, Dave. You're very welcome. I'm I'm on my way. <laughs> Greg's few, already on the wine. Few beers, after the beers. Few beers, and now I'm on the wine. So I wanted to. I found something the other day. Um, so 5th of June 2020. Yeah. Dave to Greg. Okay, I have an idea. We call it the Dad's Film Podcast. And the whole point is we love films and get to watch some good ones, but not as much as we'd ideally would like to because we have kids. So we have to watch kids' films every week. So we'd have sections like film news, films we want to see, maybe past films we've watched, depending on the topic. <laughs> <laughs> films we've watched this week, but then inevitably the kids' films we've watched and what we think of them. Greg, brilliant. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you say that to me? I said that to you. you I thought it was you, my idea originally. You said do a podcast. I want to do a film podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. And then we were like, well, let's think of topics. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've only watched kids' films. what did you call it? The Dad's Film the Podcast. The Dad's Film Podcast. Oh, and then right. you were like, I've been I've been researching and we can't. He says, you shouldn't call it podcast. Oh, is Don't that what it take was? podcast out of the title. So we did. Ah, nice. And so we're Dad's on Film. There you go. That was two years ago. Well, just over two years ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be, yeah. <laughs> that's how time works. <laughs> <laughs> I 
how little was I happening. mean, I've had about five beers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, I, I, to be honest, I didn't think we'd be here two years after. Corn for the kids. Corn for the kids. We're getting some sweet corn going on here. Some buttery, buttery sweet corn. Yeah, boy. So we oh. thought for this episode, we'll just like, we won't necessarily talk about a particular film, but we'll still do movie training and stuff like that shortly. But we thought we'd spend, um, the, spend the day with our listeners, oops. really. Yeah. We'd, we'd <laughs> with all, both of them, Mark and Lever are here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, but you know, like bring our list, bring the podcast to, you know what I mean? Rather than sit down yeah. for an hour or two and record the podcast, we'd kind of live our lives for the day. <laughs> get yeah. pissed get pissed basically it was just we just wanted to get pissed yeah absolutely um, and uh, what could possibly go wrong we'll see what happens I don't know how long it's going to end up Is it, you know? it's either going to be really short and it's just going to be lots of 10 second or it'll be like far too long I saw Soz this morning regular listener Soz yeah, yeah. Soz uh, who, whose mind, mind is blown by the way about my last story last week good uh, good good don't know what that is. Go back and listen to it. And um, yeah, I can't remember the point of this story. Uh, the point of this Soz story? is. Uh, you were speaking to Soz this morning. Yeah, it was something about what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, well, 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 this is this is going well so far. <laughs> what's my point of this? Genuine buzzword. <laughs> come back to me. You said something that was a very profound point. What were you saying before? I think we were just saying. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. To be fair. Anyway. Oh yeah. So I was saying to him about what we're going to do today and the fact oh, yeah. that I was coming up here and we're going to record it. And I was like, we're just going to get pissed and record the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it could be the worst thing in the world. Like, it could be completely, for the listener, we'll have fun. Yeah. For the listener, it could be completely incoherent and not make any sense. Do you want a bit of film trivia? Yeah, go on, give me a bit I've of also got uh, I've got film quizzes coming throughout the evening okay. and Christian will be joining us at one point for uh, asking us some 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 personal questions. Excellent, can't yeah. wait. Um, what about this one? Do you know who Gary Oldman's sister is? No. <laughs> Do you not? No, go on. It's Big Mo from EastEnders. Behave. Seriously? No way. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. She doesn't go by Oldman. <laughs> so Oscar-winning actor Gary Oldman's sister is Big Mo from... Oh. That's the last thing I googled. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that a birthday present? For it's for, <laughs> no, it's for Rich because of the stag too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gary Oldman's sister. Oh, it doesn't say Oldman, Ockyman. Layla Morse, Big Mo from, from EastEnders. He's not lying, I see the resemblance now. Maureen Oldman. I mean, yeah. she looks <laughs> like Churchill. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's genuinely what I was thinking. Uh, oh dear. Here's Mark. Say hi, Mark. Hello. Is Mark's doing the recycling. That's not part of it, but it's still you've very got, important. Well, you've got to do your part, haven't you? <laughs> Mark might pop up later in the podcast because of continuity errors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, you, do you want me to run some lines now? Do you want me to just put some like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some yeah, phrases that's out? My there. Favorite film. <laughs> oh yeah, good one. <laughs> I really like that bit. <laughs> favorite actor ever. Well, I've, I then say, well, I've really enjoyed being part of the hundredth episode, and uh, now it's coming to an end. Like well, I've really been. <laughs> I really love being a part of the uh, 100th episode. Can't believe you've been doing that long, seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, well. <Bob. laughs> so, uh, have you got a question for me, David? Oh, yeah, yeah, Greg. What the hell is coming up on this here 100th episode of the little podcast we started two and a bit years ago? Dad's wow. on film. Well, <laughs> cue that music. Uh, basically, we're going to drink a load, and I've got an absolute subtle <laughs> clue what else is going to happen. Movie train. We might play a couple of games. Um, 
We might, yeah, we might as well be train. There is some news. I can fill you in with some news in a bit. Yeah, but just uh, enjoy our company for, for a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. Take take a breath. We're diving in. <laughs> Here's some nonsensical recordings. I'm uh, just going to set the scene for you here. Dave's making a salad. Dave, are you making a salad? Well, I'll make the salad when Maxine's finished making the wedges. Maxine's making the wedges. Uh, what sort of potatoes have you got there with your wedges, Maxine? White. Not Maris Pipers? White, white potatoes. Racist. Um, uh, I'll tell you who's here. Uh, Do you want a little bit of film trivia? Go I'll give it, I've got six pieces, good pieces of film trivia that I'll hit you with throughout the evening. Okay. The first bit is, do you know who Jim Hanks is? Uh, Tom Hanks' brother. Yeah. Who does, oh, I know what you're going to say. Go on, you carry on. Okay, so uh, Jim Hanks, all the merchandise for Woody, so like the pull yeah. screen voice boxes and things like that, mm -hmm. uh, Tom Hanks could do, could, uh, do the recordings for those uh, that sound like, there's a snake in my boots. Yeah. Etc. But he actually gives that job to his brother Jim Hanks. Yeah. Uh, just because he does not sound Tom Hanks, but bald. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Very good good film trivia there. I like it. Uh, I'll continue setting the scene. It is around 6 p.m. on Saturday, the 16th of July. Uh, we are over at Dave's uh, and in Dave's new house, uh, we have myself, my wife Jane. Jane, shout hi. Uh, we have Dave's wife Maxine, shout hi. Hello. We have uh, Mark Lane, friend of the show, shout hi. Oh, there's a, there's a plane. There's Holly, she might not shout because she's uh, nursing her new baby Rosie. Uh, that, that's Mark Lane, friend of the show's wife, uh, Holly Lane. We've got Arthur, Arthur shout hi. No, that was Zach. Matilda shout hi. That's my daughter. And then we've got Zach. You've heard Zach. Right, We've got Lever. Lever, say hi, Lever. Hi, Lever. There we go. Uh, I'll go, Dave. Lever's joined us. Hello, hello. Being the lifeguard at the hot tub. That's right. <laughs> Ben's having a whale of time with all these coloured balls. Good. I mean. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it at that. Lever, what's the last film you watched? The la I just watched uh, Jurassic World with uh, Jake at home, so that was the last film I watched. Have you told us what you think of that? You have, haven't you? I probably at some point. It's okay, you know. It's no Jurassic Park, the is it? One. The first new one. Oh, Jurassic uh, World. Jurassic World, oh, not the okay. not the newest, not the newest of the new, just the uh, the the old new. Okay, and it was okay. It was okay. Let's face it, it's not as good as Jurassic Park, is it? No. Good review. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Okay. Greg's getting significantly drunker. Elvino did flow. <laughs> so Greg, you ready? Yep, ready. Sandy and Danny were the two central characters. Great. Ah, oh, good work. <laughs> it's not like you to get questions, right? Hey. Uh, Rogue, 1948 was the first color film of which legendary director? Do you want some options? There you go. A. Alfred Hitchcock. D. John Huston. D. A, D, B, John Huston, C, Orson Welles, or D, David Lean? Later than Orson Welles, later than Hitchcock, 
I'll go for D, David Lee Fee. Incorrect. It was Alfred Hitchcock. Really? Yes. Who played high school wrestler Andrew Andy Clark in the seminal 1980s movie The Breakfast Club? A, Tom Cruise. D, Charlie Sheen. C, Emilio Estevez. D, Robert Downey Jr. Incorrect. It was his brother, Emilio Estevez. Lever, get in on this. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption was based on a book by which horror author? Good work. What was Disney's 2016 follow-up to their 2003 smash Finding Nemo? Oh, Finding Dory. Excellent. And one more. What was the name of the little boy who befriends the alien E.T.? Elliot. Woo! Very poor. Would you like a wicked wango card? Leave it. Gregory. In the original 1937 Disney version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which dwarf never speaks? Dopey. Correct. Which major character only has 12 minutes of screen time in the film Star Wars? Uh, oh, what, the original one? Yeah. Um, you hope. Vader? Yes, correct. Who played Jake Gyllenhaal's male lover in oh, Brokeback Mountain? Heath Ledger. Correct. Indiana Jones had a phobia of which creatures? Snakes. Who played Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver? Um, uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, Robert De Niro. Which, which director and producer had a dog called Indiana? Oh, is that Steven Spielberg? No. Over to Dave. Well done, In Saving Private Ryan, how many Ryan's brothers, how many of Ryan's brothers had been killed in combat? Seven. Three. Seven. That's all for now. Jane, you want some questions? No, I would be so bad at it. There's absolutely no way. Okay. One for Max. Maxine? I'll give you one. Hey. Disgusting. That's disgusting. Disgusting. In which X-Men film did the character of Deadpool make his first cinematic appearance? I didn't listen to that. Sorry. In which in which X-Men film did the character of Deadpool make his first cinematic appearance? Do you want some options? Yeah, please. X2, X-Men Origins Wolverine, X-Men. Wolverine. Oh, well done. Thank you. I'm going to give you one more for that. Uh, the blockbuster Suicide Squad. That's, that's not the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is set in the aftermath of which superhero's death? I'm going to make you guess this. Superman! Correct! It's a problem, isn't it? You're better than I Oh, I'm so good at this. In 2016, yeah. in 2016 which film studio took no, 120 what, days one? Is he to reach one? 1 billion in oh, domestic I'll box I'll office I'll takings? I'll leave it. I was going to eat it, but how long have I? 250. There you go. No, studio. I'm saying Disney must oh. I need it. <laughs> okay. Oh, David's trying to help <laughs> Disney. 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 And finally, the Academy Awards, otherwise known as the Oscars ceremony, is usually held in which of, which two months of the year? February, March. Correct. I said it on my own. Sorry. Please don't have a shrillness on that. Greg's trying to be in Tenacious D. Sausage, your butt cheese is warm. PG. I check my dipstick, you need lubrication. My kielbasa sausage has just got to perform. Now get it on. What's he doing, Zach? Good work. Yeah.
<laughs> sure. We'll just have a section of just nonsensical crap. <laughs> Uh, you got the aviation gym! Boys. Not had much of it though. How are we doing? Yeah, we're good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Chilling. Good. Still standing so far. Still four boxes. Our house is. I think our house is the size of your bedroom. Your guest room. Your guest wing. Yeah. It's not that big. It's not that big. Um, no, it's quite a house. <laughs> yeah. It's only like a two to three person hot tub, so yeah. <laughs> And the water was dirty. Because all the kids have been in it all day. <laughs> have the kids all had fun together all day? Basically, yeah, actually. Hot yeah. bubbling piss. <laughs> With sun creaming. Oh, Zach well. loves Matilda. Yeah, Zach's really. just been following Matilda around all day. It's he been looks so cute. Matilda's yeah. very nurturing. Yeah. Like very cute. Not like a mum and dad then. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. Choo choo. Yes, good. Choo choo. Okay, so last week we were at the Walk the Line station and we took the. What did we take? The We took the Johnny Cash biopic. The Johnny Cash biopic spoof line. <laughs> Alright, good. Okay. He's on the red. He's on the red. Oh, there's a delay. Uh, all the way to the Walk Hard station. So this is 2007. Seven. Thanks. Um, uh, and Greg, you'll. Uh, Jake Kasdan. So Jake Kasdan directed uh, Sex like Tape. You yeah. like Sex Tape? You might have seen the. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, the one that you and Greg made in the hot tub. <laughs> <the hot-tub. laughs> no, the Cameron Diaz film uh, with uh, Jason Segel. With the that woman, that English lady. Anyway, never mind. Written and produced by Judd Apatow. Yeah, so written and produced by Judd Apatow. Yeah. And uh, essentially what it is is Walk the Line. <laughs> it's a spoof of Walk the Line. Yeah. yeah. This is what scary movie is to scream. Uh, what card what is to... I disagree with that, but you say your piece and I'll... I'll jump in. I was watching this and I was texting Dave um, and I said something on the lines. They're literally like lifting scenes, scenes yes. I've seen uh, from Walk the Line. And it, 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 Dave said, what, what do you think of it? And I said, they're all having a really good time and, <laughs> and, and I'm really happy for them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's about it. Um, it is what it is. I mean, the thing is, John C. Riley. Yes, I John C. Riley, I like in small doses, um, much in the same way for Will Ferrell, really. These comedy films, you know, what I say to say that sort of stone comedy, that yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah, that sort of frat pack thing. I I like it in small doses. In the right mode, these you know, women are pissed. talking. No, no. Is you said it is what it is. So I said to Maxine, "Do you watch Love Island?" Oh my god, I wasn't until about three days ago when I cooked my mum's on TV. Jesus Christ. When I watch it, 
I I don't mind the comedy. I don't mind an out and out comedy. But when I feel like the people making the comedy are having more fun than I am watching the comedy, that's when I dislike it. And with this, I was watching it thinking they are having a great time making this. Probably a better time than I'm having watching this. I'm really happy for them though. Um, and that's about it. It was just it was an out, it was an out and out spoof, and I didn't find it particularly clever. Um, the scene, for instance, where young What's he called? Uh, Dewey. 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 Dewey Cox. Yeah, Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. Young Dewey Cox accidentally kills his brother with a machete by chopping him in half. In half. Uh, in half. <laughs> Lifted completely from when Johnny Cash and his brother are out working and his brother gets cut up by a circular saw, table saw, mm-hmm. while Johnny Cash get, um, goes off doing something else, fishing or something, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah, very clever. I see what you've done there. But... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like I feel like you took that far too seriously, Greg. <laughs> this is not <laughs> <a> serious. Uh... <laughs> Maybe I wasn't in the mood for it. Maybe I wasn't in the mood for it. It's not HD. Yeah, you've, you've got to be in the mood for it. You've got to appreciate <laughs> that it's a spoon. It's yeah, she's like, Friends looks too old. If it's not in HD, so I don't like it. I changed my life as soon as friends. I saw friends in HD. I couldn't watch it. Like, I'm like, now I'm like, really I like, genuinely couldn't watch it pre HD. Oh, I'm not even joking. More red. That was a pitiful glass of red, Chris. Little wimp. I mean, this is the third bottle of the night, so you know. Holy shit. <laughs> You've been holding it together as well. Um, I Tell me why I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. Thing, you're not wrong, but you're not right either, because uh, you're taking it too seriously. Uh, your input into this podcast. <laughs> you're limited, you're, you're limited <laughs> input into this podcast. <laughs> I like Walk Hard, the uh, Dewey Cox story, because I get that they're taking the mic, but I don't think it's an out-and-out spoof. Out-and-out spoofs are like scary movie, hot shots, things like that. And I do like I, do, I like those films, because I, I like the silliness of them. However... I don't think this film is as silly as those ones, and it's not taking the piss. I think it's actually all right. Yeah, they're kind of cutting in half with the machete. You know that that is maybe a bit much, but the rest of it, I don't think it's it's. I don't think it's taking the piss out of those films. I think it's like just sort of nod, tipping the cap to the the sort of uh, I don't know the over the topness of those films. What's that look for? The satirical nature. His, yeah. da- his dad at the end accidentally cuts himself in half with a machete and then oh. goes, oh, sorry, I've been <laughs> hard to you all along. Now I realise how easy it is to cut okay. someone in half with yeah. a machete. No, but- <laughs> it's definitely spoof. You say it's not spoof. No, 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 it's not right. Jimmy Cox, a walk-hard story. Oh, no, no, it's yeah. definitely a spoof why you, That's why I don't mind recording in the same you. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, hot shots, it's like, you know, it's scene by scene, oh. like, literally shot by shot. Uh, uh, yeah. Hot shots, is, yeah. Yeah, like, literally, stupid, 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 like, literally any single thing that happens yeah. in films, it takes a piss out. But I don't yeah, think yeah. this does, and I get those, I get those, those moments, but I think it's also, like, respectful in it, and it, I think I the filmmakers love those films and they, they don't, you know, they're not doing it to take the piss out of those films. They're doing it to go, all right, you know, these films are, are, are the silliness to these films that we can highlight, if that makes sense. Um, I, yeah, yeah, no, no, you said it in the podcast the other week, like, they take the music very seriously. Well, exactly. And it's like, they've worked really, they've worked really hard 
to make a parody which includes such fantastic music. So, so you know, yeah, it's exactly. not like they've just thrown it, 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 it together. They've they've worked really hard to make yeah, like I think a parody. Which yeah, it's stupid in places, but it's also the music's fantastic. Yeah, the music <laughs> really really holds up, and I think that's what it is for me. Like, and again, like us, Chris, like uh, me, you, Mark, Stu, Leo. We all know the songs in this film, and we all sing the songs in this film. <laughs> if they were just silly spoof songs, we jo- I don't know, you know, there's what maybe one or two. Let's do it, you know that. So just be forgettable. Yeah. 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 Other than that, there's no real silly songs in there. Do you know what I mean? They're all very, very. No, they're all memorable. Very country songs or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think that's. Yeah. Cool. I think yeah, I I appreciate it is a spoof, and it's and it is taking the myth a little bit. But also, it respects those films that it's 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 parody, parodying, but it does yeah. it in respect. If that, if that makes sense, and uh, uh, John C. Riley every now and again just randomly pulls Dewey Cox out of the bag and does like a full on gig. <laughs> um, so they did it at uh, yeah. Mar a Lago or something like some like quite a famous kind of club in uh, in LA mm. uh, for like someone's birthday just full on Dewey Cox did like an 18 song set oh, <laughs> and he was like by the end of it his shirt off just sweating just full on mariachi gear as wow. Dewey Cox and I love it it's fantastic do you know what yeah. I like about War did you see what do you like about War Card Dewey Cox sorry go ahead but, uh, what I do like about uh, War Card Dewey Cox though is uh, Jack White is Elvis yeah Jack White does a good Elvis actually <laughs> yeah, better Elvis than that uh, would you say, Gregory, that Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, is 10 Cloverfield Lane or Man with the Screaming Brain? The brains of a Russian taxi driver and a wealthy businessman are brought together in one body by a mad scientist. That's 10 Cloverfield Lane or The Man with the Screaming Brain. I'm here for The Man with the Screaming Brain. Well, there you go. Where can we see uh, uh, that film we've just talked about? The Bargain <laughs> Bin. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Went to usual places. Another question for you though: What oh, is the best? What is the best parody film you've ever seen? Well, I've just liked them all off, but I think Hot Shots Part Deux is fantastic. Hot Shots Part Deux is <laughs> brilliant. It's, it's Rambo, but it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to so earlier answers and say Austin, Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin, Austin Powers is fantastic. Like, yeah, cheese and meat. I'm stuck. George, cheese and meat. I'm happy with crisps. Some sort of crisps there. Oh, yeah. She loves a meat platter, Maxine. Is it dangerous to adjourn to the sofas? Yeah, a bit of feta. Feta is better. Well, bur- barbecue's ready, guys. So let me tell you what we're working with. Right, we've got some, we got some sausages, we've got some marinated chicken, we've got some corn on cob, made some wedges, right? Loads of lovely wedges. I made a salad, but my mum's giving me a ball and it's too small. So the salad's going everywhere. That's all right. It's bloody everywhere. What else? We've got some burgers, we've got some jalapenos. We need a knife just to cut. No jalapenos, though, Greg. That's all right, we're no jalapenos. <laughs> I'm all right with no jelly. Oh, you're recording shit. <laughs> so we've just had some tea. It was a good spread. A bit late, but it's fine, you know. That's you're never you too late for a barbecue. Talk us through your spread, Greg. I had a cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger in a bun. Mm-hmm. Good patty. Uh, mm. I had a hot dog with the one and a half sausages in to fill the <laughs> length of the roll. That's what she said. Yep. Uh, I had some nice salad that Maxine prepared with the 
There were some nice leaves, some feta cheese, I some peppers. I made the salad. Cheeky bastard. Oh, whatever. Uh, Olives in there as well. Uh, and you know what I like to just to bit of what I do what I do with the salad. Lime, squeeze the lime, and then a little bit of salt. Works really well. Anyway, okay. Um, Plate wedges. We're going to eat one now. We know how we feel about Greg eating on the podcast. Jesus. Um, Chicken. That what you can hear (laughs) in the background is the hot tub. I know. Um, What you can hear in the background is Greg's son slowly poaching (laughs) in the (laughs) the hot tub. Some nice marinated chicken, so yeah. yeah. Good. Alright. You ready for some trivia? Go for some go trivia for some number trivia. three. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so there's a famous scene in Spielberg's Hook, nineteen ninety four, something like that. When uh, we first meet Hook on the Jolly Roger yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and there's a, a member of the crew who is um, who has betrayed him and they put they put him in this thing called the boo box. Do you remember this? It's like yeah. the boo box and they put it like it's like a basically uh, like a like a uh, like a chest. It's a bit it's a bit like the chokey but without Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a chest and they put like scorpions in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the act the actor is like it's this guy's got a beard and it's like the boo box and it's like no! yeah, 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 yeah. yeah do you remember like quite yeah, yeah. I mean, Glenn I... Close really female Glenn Close really is that, is that, that no pirate way. there you go I like that one wow Cruella yeah. de Vil herself Cruella de Vil herself did you know that yeah full yeah. beard and everything there you go wow. stay tuned listeners for more interesting facts all in high with the streets <laughs> Through the summer sky, keeps green. <laughs> no, that's so good. I'm good, Dad. No, no you gotta, you gotta, like, give me the. I don't know what the words are, but I go, a banana. Oh, there's a banana. <laughs> a banana. Oh, there's a banana. You do that. A banana. Oh, there's a banana. A banana. Oh, there's a banana. From the moment we arrived on the planet. A banana. Oh, there's a banana. I'm blinking, stepping to the sun. A banana. Oh, there's a banana. There's more to see than can ever be seen. More to do than can can ever be done. A banana. There's far too much to take in here. <laughs> More to find than can ever be found. That'll do. This is the news. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Well, take a breath. (laughs) I'm not putting my head under in this filth. (laughs) Yes, 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 we we are. are. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. All right. Um, Context. We're, we're, we're it's, <laughs> now, it's now quarter past ten. <laughs> it's quarter past ten in the evening. Uh, me and David have in the hot tub, mm. uh, which is essentially just lukewarm, dirty water, yeah. <laughs> dirty paddling pool. Yeah, all our children have been swimming in as well. Yeah, it's very murky. Um, so and we've got our wives next to us, obser- Not in. observing from just, afar, just judging, just judging. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you do this one, guys. 
we won't join in with this one. Oh dear. So, um, have we got any news? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the news is our wives are leaving us. <laughs> Job done. Um, yes. Three bits of news. Okay. Are you interested in this news? Yeah. Max is just like, no. <laughs> the first bit of news is they're making an Amy Winehouse biopic called Back to Black. Oh, who, who's making that? It is. What's her name? Taylor Johnson. Anya Taylor Johnson? No. Anya Taylor Joy. You should know her by her name and not. Well, I knew her name first because she directed Sam Taylor Johnson because she directed uh, Nowhere Boy. Oh, yeah. And then met Aaron. Was he Aaron Johnson or Aaron Taylor before they were married? So, you know, Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. So he played John Lennon, didn't he, in Nowhere Boy. Mm. So that's where he met his wife. I feel like really really weird having an audience of our wives. I know, it's so strange. As usual. Talk amongst yourselves. So, Aaron Taylor, that was it, and it's Sam Johnson. She directed Noah Boy. Yeah. It's also weird looking you in the face when we do this. Do you remember when we did the cinema and we were both like, this is really strange. Only this time you're mainly naked. <laughs> you're about six inches from my face. What, six inches from your face? <laughs> anyway, oh. she's directing the Amy Winehouse biopic. Cool. She directed Nowhere Boy. Yeah. She also she's directed some other things as well as the first Fifty Shades, which is rubbish. Okay. So that's the first bit of news. Right. The second bit of news is we've got the full trailer for The Monsters. The Monsters. Yeah. So remember the Monsters? Yeah. yeah. But it's directed yeah. by you know Rob Zombie. Yeah. Who does like all the horror films, like horrible. House of a Thousand well, Corpses. This is the and TV like. series when I was a kid, yeah. the monsters. So they've made a film of it, and it's exactly what you'd expect it to be. It just looks like a film, and everyone's like, oh my god, this is weird. Why are you two stop judging? I don't like this. Can you remember the monsters? Remember the monsters? It was like surf music, wasn't it? It was, yeah. A little bit of gin, aviation gin. Nice. Aviation. And then the final bit of news is, and I'll show you the trailer for this in a bit. Okay. Do you remember Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance? Oh yeah, why is he dead? <laughs> no. So he's self-financed a film <laughs> where he basically plays James Bond, <laughs> and no. he's called like instead of Michael Flatley, he's called like James Blackley, <laughs> like that. It's, but he's because he's absolutely Johnny English. Well, that's what it is. Johnny Irish. <laughs> Wait, is he Irish? He is. Because he's Irish. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's because he's an absolute bloody he's wadded, isn't he? Yeah, so he's yeah. self-financed this spy film where he's the hero, but it's not like a spoof. And it just wow. looks absolutely awful. I'll show you the trailer in a bit, and it's just everything you'd expect. But he's like mid-60s or something, in a, squeezing into a tux. <laughs> it's like yeah. all the question. What have you had? All the money of Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. Well, I'd finance me own spy film. Of course I'd be. <laughs> I'd make myself James Bond, wouldn't I? <laughs> Sat down now. Down, no. I think he's more southern Irish. I don't know, he probably offended a lot of people. Ah, all our Irish audience. The, name, the name's Fladley. <laughs> Michael Fladley. Is that down? Is that enough news? That's the news. Cheers. Great. Lucky girls. You got some questions for us, Chris? Um, well... Well, so I put my headphones in. Is that? I don't know. 
Oh, you hit. See, this is Why Susie I don't know. You know, you're all arseholes, and you know what's really awesome? <laughs> what's really bad is we've been having this great chat, and I, I never told you, you two actually died earlier on today. Oh, oh so you did it. He did it. He did it. Christian Goldstein. So, um, how, how did you die, Dave? Oh, I didn't prep this question. Um, how did I die? I was doing, uh, I, I landed the perfect 900 on uh, <laughs> Newton Skate Park. Um, but as I landed, a child, one of my children, ran out in front of me to, uh, to embrace and applaud me for the wonderful <laughs> trick I just landed. And I thought, I can't take the kid out, so I'll have to, you know, swerve. And then I broke every bone in my body and died. <laughs> That's very believable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just as believable as you landing a nine hundred is you dying landing a nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg, Greg, again on the spot. <laughs> I was actually on top of uh, the Burj Khalifa. Uh, I, I was on top of the Burj Khalifa and uh, in a, in an open air bar, and um, we were enjoying a drink. We spent a lot of money. Um, me and Jane and the kids. Um, having some drinks up there and but there was because we spent all the money but there was this flyer that kept annoying us <laughs> and uh knowing the technique that david taught me earlier in the day of how to kill a fly uh i, I leant over towards the fly i said i've got this uh, and, I le- and i went to catch the fly with dave's technique and i leant a little bit too far and i toppled over the side of the bridge leaf and i basically <laughs> fell to my death, but it took about five minutes. So, um, <laughs> you didn't do a Tom Cruise with this. No, I couldn't. Yeah. I, couldn't I, I couldn't. I didn't have the skills or the know-how. <laughs> uh, so, I spent that five minutes um, singing the first quarter of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're both dead as. Um, shall we have a look back on our lives and see? You know, what films meant something to you? Yeah. So, first question, what film means the most to you? Not because of the film, but because, like, the memory you have around it. Mm. I think my, I think it's quite, that's quite obvious and that's quite an easy question. I, mine is Shaun of the Dead. Oh, you pulling your face, you whinging cow. Jeez. <laughs> it's changed the order of the question, hasn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't matter, does it? Uh, anyway, uh, mine's Shaun of the Dead, it's just because I remember the day we went to watch it. You wrote his answers there. I remember the day I went to watch it, it was Chris Holland said 16th birthday, and we all went to watch it in Wigan. Lever fell over in the street, and it was the funniest thing yeah. I've ever seen, and we still talk about it to this day. And it was, the film was brilliant, don't get me wrong, and it was you know, we still watch it and enjoy it and love it to this day, but it was more just a group of friends going watching this film that was an 18. We all got in, which we were surprised about, and we all still talk about that day, but then talk about, reminisce about the film itself and the, you know, we know everything about it. I've read the, Greg bought me a book about it, which I've read, and it's just all these like special little things. So it means, yeah, it means a lot to me. And you've got red on you. 
And it's a great one. <laughs> Gregory? Gregory? Uh, so for me, the memory is 2005. Finished my GCSEs and um, six of us uh, were able, were lucky enough to be given and my mate, you know Ben? You remember Ben Meaton? Regular listener, but non-regular listener, yeah. Ben. His, his <laughs> caravan for the week. Um, so two of our dads took us and dropped us off in Abbasock. And we stayed, the six of us stayed in this caravan for a week, but it was it was nowhere near Abbasock. It was in the middle of nowhere. And none of us drove. And we got just left there, stranded for a week. So every, every time we had to go to the shop, we had to walk approximately, you know, two miles down the beach into Abbasock get all that beer from the supermarket, carry it a lot back on the beach. But one evening we decided to walk into Abbasock and there's a, there's a little um, sort of picture house uh, in there, quite sort of independent, really, really nice old school cinema. And uh, it was showing brand new at the time, 2005, Chris Nolan's Batman Begins. And so the whole, and I mean, it's an incredible film anyway, um, start an amazing trilogy, but the whole memory around that week and that sort of, Week of independence and everything we got up to there. I mean, huge, huge. All right, what yeah. did you get up oh, to? Oh, you know. <laughs> Can I throw in some honourable mentions for that one as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, my honourable mentions are Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Because me, Christian, and Nick, first yeah. time, the first time I ever went over to Stockbridge. Yeah. To see to see Chris and family. Me, Chris, and Nick went to Peniston Paramount. Peniston Paramount, like the intermission and everything. Uh, to what? And do I love to see watch this film? I've not seen the other two, so I've just seen the end one. And it was just a really cool experience. An old lady came, pushed like a trolley, ice cream trolley around. Um, series of unfortunate events magazine. That was the first film we went to see together. She doesn't care. I do. Oh, was that your? Dating history was a series of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Barbershop, me and Chris, that's the first one. I was just going to say that. Barbershop. Barbershop. Yeah. In your first caravan. Chris I was watching Barbershop. Because, yeah, our honourable mention was when we went to Back to the Future uh, in London, went to Back to the Future Day, and was fully immersed in Back to the Future surrounded by Goldie Wilson and everybody and watched it in Hill Valley, surrounded by everything. And it was, quite frankly, the best day of my entire life. Cool. That Three. includes both weddings as well in that statement. Three being born. Oh, yeah, yeah, after being born. It's a large, that is a very large gin. Next one. Okay, so, next question. Now you're dead and stuff, what film were you most looking forward to sharing with your kids? Mm. You want to take this first? Um, yeah, I'll take this first. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, it's Inglorious Bastards. I mean, it was... It was extremely... <laughs> <laughs> no, because... No, it depends how you interpret Mine this. is Mind Count. <laughs> <laughs> because... Like, do, what do I most look forward to sharing with my kids when I'm older? Because to be fair, they're, they're the age now where I can show them any of my childhood films. Fine, and, and you know, and they'd probably like it. So I've done like Honey, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Home Alone, Jurassic Park, all them sort of stuff. I've done them all. So now I'm like, now after seven, I'm like, right, I'm looking forward to when he's a teenager, being able to share some 
more mature content, shall we say, uh, with him. Bit of confessions Sorry. of a window cleaner. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 long, I long for the day um, I, I long for the day when Arthur and Matilda can appreciate the Hans Lander scene at the start of Inglorious Bastards um, yeah. and, uh, and everything that follows and it's an amazing film but, and then what will open up in terms of the world of Tarantino following that that's what I really look forward to sharing wow, with my kids what about you? Lovely. Mine is. I like how you're not even, you're not even like dipping a toe in the pond with something like Tarantino weak, like Jackie Brown or something. You go straight in <laughs> to the alternative <laughs> death of Hitler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's it. wow. Mine is everything you would expect. Uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. Um, just because, and I'm, I wouldn't. I'm not going to deliberately not start with the prequels. Because it doesn't count in that order. You watch it four, five, six, one, two, three, seven. Well, I, no. Put this way, if you started with the prequels, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You would yeah. Episode four, would they? So, and you hope because I remember watching it with my dad, and just being like, "What the f- is this? This is incredible." And it wasn't incredible in hindsight. Now looking back, you know, it's dead janky and all that sort of stuff. But it, it sets the world. It, yeah, it, of course. It, it, but if you do watch them in order, it does get better. Like one, <laughs> and then two, three is good. Fact, just to jump in, is is it is a good bit of trivia for you? The um, Attack of the Clones, so episode two, they recorded it all on this new air quotes uh, type of camera. Uh, hence why it was all on green screen. But the camera was so loud when they got back to the editing room. All the sound from the count, you know, the all the uh, you know audio was just completely un- unusable because the camera was so noisy. So that entire film is ADR. Oh so basically, they went back and had to re-record all the every single actor come into a recording studio, watch the film, and try and wow. mimic the dialogue. You'd have thought the first. Yeah, but that's George Lucas for you. So, so mine is a New Hope. There you go. Nice. Pretty breathtaking. There you go. Nice. What about you, Christian? Mm. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to think of this here, isn't it? Oh, well, I... see, one of my biggest loves is like <laughs> About Time, and I love uh, this bit there. Well, that might make an appearance later on. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, I know what you're going to use that for. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, because that was also an answer for another thing. Um, as we know, now you have kids, films hit you in the feels so much harder than they did <laughs> pre-kids. It is ridiculous. So, now you've had kids, and you're dead and stuff, which film <laughs> <laughs> now hits you in the emotions the hardest? Yeah, that's mine. That was my answer. About time, 100%. Because yeah. I've, watched, I've watched that film... I always remember Mark watched that film. He's like, you need to watch About Time. Um, it's brilliant. And I was like, yeah, fine. It looks like a bit of a sort of rom-commy sort of thing. It's not necessarily my my type of thing. But Mark was like, you need to watch it. It's brilliant. <laughs> so I went, went away and watched it. And I was like, that you know, it's incredible. And, you know, got a little bit of emotion, all that sort of stuff um, at the sort of dad scene sort of the end. But, that's, but I wasn't a dad at the time. And then literally watched it again. And we watch it all the time, don't we, Max, about time. That's probably the yeah. one we watch the most. And then 
since having kids. <laughs> Wednesday is about time. We've got to watch it every <laughs> week. We've got to watch it in a cupboard in the dark. <laughs> uh, but yeah, since, literally since having kids. Um, and I, I, not, you know, maybe it's more so that we've got boys as well. It hits so much harder. Yeah. I think we spoke about this on the podcast as well. It's like mm. you see a lot of films now. That, well, you see a lot of like, I mean, more. Po- I, I don't know. I feel like more popular films. You see more about like father and daughter, mother and daughter, things like that. You don't see tons of like father film. I I think so father, father and son, yeah. things like that. Um, all like fathery films. But whenever we do. We both it just kills us, doesn't it? So like that Mitchell's versus the Machines, mm. um, which is like an amazing animated film on Netflix. It's brilliant. But that's a father and daughter, and even that I don't have a daughter, but God, I, I was like bawling my eyes. <laughs> I that. Brilliant. So yeah, mine's about time because that film is absolutely beautiful. And, it's uh, beautiful. You mando. Gregory Lion. Ah. Um. Every time. Oh, oh, my. oh my god. My god. Because now you're a parent, you won't be able to I, can't watch it. My god, it is. <laughs> so so Lion, I can't, I can't remember what came we out. We did a movie train a few weeks ago, didn't we? Came out in twenty sixteen. So Arthur was one year old. We went to the cinema, didn't we? Jim? Yeah, we did, yeah. And um, <laughs> so we had a little boy and he got this little lad being left abandoned alone in the middle of India no one to turn to just completely lost and vulnerable and my god absolutely got me so bad um, I was bawling my eyes out in the cinema the thing is it's point. dead sad but the end like it's, it's so uplifting yeah. it's like ridiculous it's one of the most like feel good films I think I've probably ever seen this, this, is, this is after he avoids the gangs that literally gouge your eyes out to make yeah. you more um that's to, from slumdog isn't it to make, yeah. i was just gonna say we're we watching slumdog millionaire here if we <laughs> crossed over <laughs> no but it's on it's on is it in line i can't remember it's online well, anyway oh wait no i think that's it's just that slumdog where they burn your eyes oh, they yeah, burn their eyes to make them more more uh mixing up my indian orphan film get more <laughs> donations really. anyway get more. and then does he win who wants to be a millionaire at the end of it <laughs> i mean yeah to be fair it is definitely we could be here all night um yeah. so, <laughs> obviously um now you're dead and stuff which mm. film did you used to love when you were alive which really doesn't hold up anymore Obviously, you were talking about Ace Ventura, the Ace evolution Ventura of things like that. Ooh. I've not thought about this question at all. So what film do I love that does not hold up? Hmm. It's you like you were saying, obviously, when you did Jim Carrey week last week and stuff, obviously, Jim, um, Ace Ventura yeah. was great when we were young, but now it's... That's- you know, yeah. slightly transphobic. Probably, 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 prob
exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, <coughs> for various wow. reasons, I wow. thought when I was when I was, you know, adolescent, I thought that film was amazing. I thought it was the business, um, but it was goddamn awful. What about you? I, I don't didn't know. See I, I, don't, I don't think I've got an answer for that one. Oh no, that's annoying. Put it this way, it makes me want to become a hacker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched Lucky's talking the other day and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> I saw it when I was a kid. When was Johnny Vulture as well? I've done some all the time. last week. Oh, right, okay. He was looking oh, talking no. to, actually. Because what was yours, Sis? Bruce Willis. Do the voiceover. It was Grease. Yeah, oh, yeah, Grease. Susie said she used to love Greece and stuff, yeah, but it's very know. questionable. It's all John Travolta films. Uh, oh, shit, that's really annoying. Um, hmm. Probably like, oh, no, I'll tell you what, American Pie, because yeah. no. you watch, See, watch, it, watch no. it when I'm, like, 12 years old going, oh, my God, this is this is so naughty, and, like, oh, and then you watch it now and go, this is so crude it's ridiculous <laughs> these girls are like mid-20s as well by the way <laughs> like yeah. definitely not and even if they were supposed to be 16 this is so wrong and inappropriate it's ridiculous <laughs> and the fact like the first american pie the whole thing with him with the, with the soundtrack to mutt by blink 182 the best band ever um that was <laughs> very good there with her in the bed and stuff here that doesn't fit me it's in my car. Um, uh, the whole thing of him trying to, with the whole sets his webcam <laughs> to try and record her uh, getting undressed and then oh, runs yeah. to his That's mate's terrible. house yeah. so he can watch it. It's so bad. All he goes back to try yeah. and her out. And then, yeah, anyway, yeah, funny. Maybe but it would never happen. Yeah, 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 but still. Film. There you go. I think, yeah, maybe <laughs> stuff like that. Great film, though. Um, <laughs> Um, well, no, I said, um, what did I said? Greece. No, you said Greece. You said uh, Greece. Yeah, no, I said it. I said I used to love like Ace Ventura and even Pet Detective as well, the second one. Oh, no. Um, Try this one. I got quite racist uh, towards the end of um, When Nature Calls. But I used to love the Jim Carrey films. But yeah, slightly transphobic, slightly racist towards the end, you know. If you could live in the world of one film, what world would you live in? Tell me what I think. Inglorious Bastards. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, tell me what I think of this. Uh, and I, I, I was starting to just thinking of like kid films, cartoony films, like whimsical worlds where there's lots of happiness. But then I realised the obvious answer to me is. The world of Austin Powers. Oof. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, really? I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because we need the Please do. My mind was going down the path of being able to time travel. Uh, so, time travel would be a pretty cool thing to be able to do. Yeah. I can do that in Austin Powers. Yeah. Um, then my mind started going down the path of being a spy. <laughs> oh, there you go. Austin Powers. Yeah. <laughs> and then my mind. And I just <laughs> love my eyes. And, and then my, no, then no, my no. mind start wandering down the path of getting with Liz Hurley and Beyonce. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, but you are not Paisley shirt. Well, as my friend James says, Paisley Paisley, let's go to the edges. Oh dear me. There you go, the world of Austin Powers. 
I think no, I asked these I questions and thought I'd planned answers to all these questions because I've not found any answers <laughs> to any of these questions. Are you jealous of my world, by the That's a good world. I like that one. Yeah. My I mean, seven? It's pretty obvious which world it should be, but I'll let's see if you choose well, the right that's too obvious for me. Harry Potter was the first one I thought. Yeah. That's what it would be, wouldn't it? I mean, you can take it. I'm trying to think. I'm stalling. Trolls. I think it's a troll. I don't know why you said trolls. Have you ever seen trolls? Yeah, he's so much fun. I've got two answers. Okay. One is Harry Potter because yeah, the other one is Shrek. Because Shrek. And you mock me for trolls? So let me, the world let me paint like, a picture for fairy you. Fairy tale world. Fairy tale world. We've got dragons. We've got gingerbread men walking around. Little bite, you know, all that sort of stuff. They have uh they wrestle. There's a wrestling ring in the first <laughs> one. The soundtrack is all pop punk. It is, Perfect. yeah. yeah, yeah Wonderful. Yeah. And yeah. I just think it's a great way to say shit. But I've got Liz Hurley, Heather Graham and Beyonce Knowles. I've got John Lithgow, <laughs> Mike Myers again, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Diaz, Eddie Murphy. Perfect. That's all I have. And isn't the moral of the story in Shrek, it doesn't matter how ugly you are, you're still going to get laid at the end of it. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> story of my life, brother. <laughs> okay, okay. While you were alive, what film scared you the most? Mm. Didn't you send that one through? No. No. Okay. I think so. Okay. Maybe I'll research the actual questions and then. The witches. Ah. Child. Child. It's a mouse. Yeah, that's mine. That is very scary. Not the new. Not the shit new one. Not the new one. Terrible. Mine. Um. Yeah, there's loads of like old kind of kids ones that really unsettle me. I hate. I really. I really, really hate um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Or Willy and the... Is it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Willy Wonka and the... No, it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, no, Charlie it's and not Chocolate... Willy Wonka. The, the Gene, Americans the ruined it. Wild ones, yeah, uh, the Americans ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so probably that... So we've... Right, okay, well, let's do this side. Sort of not a horror film. Ch- uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory scared me the most because it's horrible and it's just. Oh. Yeah, because you actually like horror films and stuff. And I like horror films, so the horror film, the horror film that scared me the most is The Descent. Uh, Neil Marshall, two thousand five. You watch Wreck, haven't you? Yeah, Wreck's amazing. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, Wreck's good. The Descent, I think The Descent's scarier than than Wreck. Um, yeah. The Babadook is very scary as well. It follows. Mm. That scared me a lot. That's a great film. Yeah. But yeah, The Descent and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. Two very different categories there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? <laughs> um, well, yeah, Rex scared me. And the evil witch in um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves used to get the living shit yeah. out of me. She, she was really scary. She stabs Morgan Freeman, doesn't she? Yes, she does, yeah. No, Morgan Freeman chucks a knife through her at the end. I'm sure she stabs him and you're like, oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, yeah, she, she stabs him. Oh my She's... god. James Bond is going to die. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't die. She I mean, yeah, no, she like, stabs throws, him and then he runs in and chucks a blade through her or something. No, yeah, yeah, some double stab going on there. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, double tap. Double stabbing. <laughs> like double tapping. Double tap. um, so, yeah. 
Cool. I definitely should have done my research more. Not my research, my homework. But never mind. That's fine. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Cheers. Can I ask you another question that's not for the podcast, but linked to this? Yes. What is your... There's a question he always asks, which is, what is objectively the best film ever made? Mm, I, what is, I, your, I, what I, is the best I, film ever made? I, well... Mm, good so that's Goodfellas. You think good, I think that's a... There's you a think Goodfellas? Very good, strong argument for Goodfellas. Goodfellas is fantastic. I'd say top five. Yeah. He does this Pour some out for my fallen homie as well. I would agree, but I think there's other ones as well. I think Shawshank, probably. Short Circuit 2. And I would say The Dark Knight is the best film ever made. I think there's such an argument for The Dark Knight. That's amazing. But yeah, I I think it's always going to be down to sort of five things in it. Like The Godfather, Goodfellas. Godfather's 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 I don't. I don't think The Godfather is the best film ever made. Personally, <laughs> the best film ever ever made would be like it's like we're talking undisputed. What like nobody could argue with on mass. Like it's just the best. I agree with Shawshank. Shawshank is great. Yeah. Um. Maxine's gonna go white chicks. I don't even like that film, so no. don't be rude. Um, I really love Avengers Endgame. I would literally watch that like twenty times over. Really? No, Very I don't. Fun. I don't really watch many films to be honest. Like <laughs> Center Stage, I would probably argue. You love Center Stage. Toy Story 3. It's not Save the Last Dance. It just has a leg. Like, <gasps> like, Toy Story 3. Oh, oh yeah. You right. little bastard. Right in the fields oh, on that conveyor belt. Oh. <laughs> Nobody else agreeing that Short Circuit 2 is the best film of all time? No. Short, cir- like, Short Circuit 1, right, is bad because that guy, the Indian guy in it, is from like Illinois. And he's, he's yeah. American or he's Canadian or something. Yeah. Is it friends? Is Phoebe's like psychologist boyfriend? Yes, no, no, no. Yeah, he's a nipple on them. Plays a yeah. full Indian man in yeah. short circuit. That's so bad. But no, short circuit two is much better than short circuit one. Here's a question: Do you feel like Marvel and these like big studio sort of companies? ruin the momentum of actors so, so yeah. hence you know like Florence Pugh and she, I think she'll continue to do amazing things but like she did Black Widow and I'm like did you do Black Widow and then she was in Black Widow and I was like Black Widow was shit mm. so I, I'm I'm interested in your I, thoughts on so you know, like a make or break I think she I'm, I'm not thinking... um it's it's a tough one it's Mm, yeah, it's fifty-fifty because obviously they're going to make a shitload of money if they do Marvel. But then, as soon as they start experimenting with different projects, the money obviously goes down. Like, oh yeah, what did Tom Holland do? He's done a couple of random films that haven't really made any impact whatsoever or done anything whatsoever. And well, no, he's he's done like Tom Holland's done like four films since. The three films within Spider-Man, so he did 
The first one was that the devil. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. Tell me what they are and tell me if they're any good because I, I can't remember. The devil of Town, which I really, really enjoyed. The cherry. Do you remember that? Like, the devil of Town with Tom Holland from Netflix. It was the 60s, 50s. Mm. And it had Robert Pattinson in it. I really liked it. It was great. The weird creepy book. Yeah, 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 that one. Then we did Cherry with uh, that was the Russo Brothers in it, which I fucking hate. Yeah. Rubbish. And then um, Uncharted, which was bad. Still not seen Uncharted. That's yeah. really bad. I think. No. It's like and he did that weird one with um, the girl from uh, Star Wars as well, didn't he? The, like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, there's a big story. Some... What was that called? Google it for me. I don't even know. It was some random psychic type no. thing that I don't even can't Google remember. It for me. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, Chaos Walking is called. I think it's like anything. Like, I think you get a big opportunity and it can make or break you because of the stage it's on. So it's on a massive stage, a massive platform. Everyone's looking at it. So it's like it's the opportunity everybody wants to prove what they can do and prove the success. But and it depends on whether people are judging their performance or the film. So yeah. it's like Thomas Pugh. Yeah. It's a great performance in a crap film. Yeah. And and it's whether studios recognise that. I and I, I'm wondering whether now people, actors are getting to the point where they're like, you know, because let's face it, a lot of the you know these Marvel films make millions, billions of dollars, but the past, you know, the, the ones that aren't the kind of tentpole aren't doing as well. I mean, no. they're not making God, they're not making bad money, but let's face it, like. But I wonder whether actors are now like, actually, that's not a huge Marvel character. I'm not going to do well, that. You know what I mean? But it's all it's. There's more nuance to it, isn't there? You you are an actor who is successful in your own way. Like you might be doing, you might have done a load of TV work, you might have done one small film, and then Feige comes up to you and says, "I want you to be in the next Marvel film. I want, I want to offer you this role." But yeah, because like the big question is like Robert Downey Jr. Obviously, he went through like a difficult stage and stuff, and then he got Iron Man, and then that just took him stratospheric sort of thing. Right. So and and obviously, yeah, but yeah, but he he he'd had a big career anyway. But the the point is, but even for him, it's like yeah. But at at that that moment though, before he did Iron Man. He wasn't doing a great deal, well, and that took him sort of stratospheric. And then, I mean, he was doing to be fair, great since heroin. Shh. <laughs> but since <laughs> that doesn't work for my point, David. <laughs> the people maybe like five years ago joined these, like I don't know, not like you. I won't say auteurs, but like you know, like these people that are nominated for awards and things like that. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, like Cumberbatch and those sorts of people. Like, do you think Cumberbatch really, you know, when he was doing these Shakespearean plays in in <laughs> and things like that, I thought I'm going to make multiverse of madness. No, do you know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with multiverse of madness, but like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And I, now I look at these people who've always been rumored to be in Marvel. It's like, you know, they want Ryan Gosling. They want. You know, these other people, I'm like, and that's a good reason why they're that's turning probably it down. why they've turned it down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. It's, it's a quick book, isn't it? But it's not for career longevity and 
creative integrity. It's not the way forward. So it's a fork in the road in your career, isn't it? Choo choo. Chugga chugga. So, I, uh, last night I watched um, High Fidelity for like the first time in 10, 15 years or whatever, and I really think you guys need to find a way to uh, get there on the, the old movie train. Well, I have seen High Fidelity, as, as is Dave. We were just saying we've not seen it in some time. Uh, Jack Black. It's, uh, it's the author. Is it Nick Hornby? I think the it film. is, isn't it? Nick yeah. Hornby book. Um, and uh, yeah, well, just so happens. From Walk Hard, Jack Black is in Walk, Walk Hard. Who does Jack Black play in Walk Hard? Mm, I'm Paul McCartney, the leader of the Beatles. Well, that's a much better Paul McCartney actually than Jack Black does in Walk Hard. Um, oh, we're big fans of you too. <laughs> uh, so we can go there. Yeah, that's what we're doing. The Jack Black line from Walk Hard uh, all the way to... Um, High Fidelity. High Fidelity. You're this, welcome. And the lack of continuity here is because... Um, I was much more sober when we recorded this bit. <laughs> yeah. the podcast. There we go. Um, so that's kind of the evening, I suppose. It's now... Uh, oh, dropped, I dropped the recorder. It's ten to one. Jesus. Um, we, you, Greg was definitely far more drunk before the children went to bed and then he got in the hot tub and it sobered him up. Yeah, and I'm uh, just tired. I've been tired for quite some time. Um, there's about, there's hours and hours of material we've recorded today and this evening. Uh, might maybe do a bonus episode. I mean, I, th- I feel like we think there's hours and hours, but there's probably not hours and hours of use- usable material. Like I say, bonus episode. Um, yeah, for the subscribers cool, that we don't have. Because yeah. we don't have a subscribe feature. Anyway, subscribe. Is it, my child is screaming. Yes, it's bedtime. Um, cool, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Um, thanks for uh, <laughs> like like the podcast, share the podcast. Good. Send us a review. Send us a message. This is usually your spiel. Buy me a coffee. Buy me coffee dot com forward slash dance on film pod. Or a beer. Or a beer. Buy us a beer on that. Yeah. Uh, 100 episodes thanks everybody sticking with us it means a lot yeah thanks it's appreciated so the, the problem with the podcast is we've got day jobs and we are fathers and we're absolutely knackered all the time and we get into the podcast and we go yeah podcast and we go woo and we get really excited about it and like probably 45 minutes in we go yeah podcast we're still dads and we're still really tired and we're still got day jobs and we get really really tired and then by the end of the podcast we're you know we're all and ready for bed more Greg than me <laughs> but now because we've been doing it for like six hours we are really tired so um, apologies that this isn't the ending everybody wanted or deserved it's been consumed lots of Greg, gin. Yeah, yeah. Been consumed. yeah a lot of gin a lot of gin a lot of wine yeah quite a few beers uh, I think it's bedtime maybe we'll, maybe we'll jump in in the morning but we'll see uh, yeah all right good night good night thank you everybody Goodbye now. Love you back. Oh,